Hey, you're listening to John Gregory Vincent here with the Surfacing Inclusive Leadership Podcast. This is leadership I learned the hard way during my 14 years on submarines. After a Gallup gig, working for the best human behavioral organization in the world, I was ready to launch my coaching, advising, and training company, The Submarine Way. So hey, let's cast off all lines because we're getting underway, The Submarine Way. You folks know I'm really into fitness, so I'm always looking for new workouts to keep me motivated. And I gotta tell you, wow, I mean, I have found a great one that you absolutely gotta check out for yourself. Allow me to introduce you to Fight Camp. Fight Camp is interactive at-home boxing. What? A super workout done in your home. Explore thousands of workouts, all led by expert trainers with decades of experience. I promise you, you will never get bored and you're always gonna get a great workout. One of my favorite features is that you can go head to head against other members, whether they're across the country or across the living room. Can you think of someone you wanna pummel while you sweat? (laughs) Yeah, me too. Any fitness level works. This is a great workout and it's great fun. It's a perfect one-two combination. Okay, that was cheesy, but it is true. So join the biggest boxing community in the world without leaving your home. Fight camp packages start at just $99. They even offer some great financing options so you can get started for as low as nine bucks a month. To get everything you need, go to fightcamp.com forward slash leadership to learn more. That's fightcamp.com forward slash leadership. And I've also put that link in the description so you can grab it there too. Hey, we are really, really, uh, uh, as you folks know, we almost never have a guest. In fact, I, I don't know. I don't keep track of this stuff, but I think this is our 38th episode. And I do keep track of this. This is only the second guest. Uh, and I'm stoked about it because I think it's an incredibly timely uh, important leadership because we're all leaders topic. My, my guest today is my buddy and uh, former uh, mayor of Augusta, Georgia, D. Copenhaver. How you doing, brother? I'm good, John. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this one. Hey, I could read the canned bio, you know, about how, how much of a, how, you know, and all that stuff, but I'd much rather <laughs> people are used to us just sort of flowing here. Yeah. So if you could just take a couple of minutes, tell people a little yeah. bit about your background and maybe passions or, or uh, anything like that. Yeah. Don't, don't bore your listeners with that. That's, <laughs> that's a waste of time. Um, you know, basically I was thinking about those. What do I do? And I'm like, I seek peace. Now, how do I do that? So I was mayor of Augusta for nine years. I basically ran, I mean, ran the city, bringing people together on common ground and creating a sense of, of community and civic pride. You know, I've written a best-selling book called The Changemaker, The Art of Building Better Leaders. Same thing, you know, bringing people together on common ground. People have liked it that are Democrats, Republicans, and other. And I'm like, if they like the book, they can at least have a conversation. Did it through a radio show, do it through a podcast now, the Changemaker podcast, um, speaking engagements, executive coaching, but everything I'm focused on is trying to be the change in the world that I want to see. And I'm I'm doing that with a new organization now as well. That is that is absolutely super cool. You know, as, as a resident here, Deke, uh, while you were mayor, um, 
the thing I noticed is you didn't buy off on the on the myth of people can't come together that quite frankly have very different views and very different priorities. I always saw you as as just this amazing common ground finder that 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 your your gift, you know me, I'm a talent freak. Your real talent is that ability to to get out the 30 things that people disagree with and get to the three things. And I know that you're a founder of of a of an organization that I think is just super cool because it's not people saying we need to do something. It's you and a lot of other folks actually doing something. Can can you tell us a little bit more about what that organization is and and your role in it? Yeah, it's it's called it Starts With Us. It's a national nonprofit that was formed a year ago this coming up in December. Daniel Lebetsky, the founder of Kind Snack started it. Okay. There are about 150 founding partners, you know, from Mark Cuban, Bernice um King, just across the board, a lot more high-level people than me, obviously. <laughs> But the the goal is to move beyond polarization in the United States and it basically taking personal responsibility it starts with us if we can each commit to treating each other with curiosity compassion and courage to have the difficult conversations you know how much better can the world be and that doesn't seem that's the american way i mean that's personal responsibility but i just don't think politicians are going to unite the nation i i mean i'm a former politician saying that but my role has been i've just jumped in with both feet I've um I've conducted interviews for a starts with us on the street video program that's done amazingly well we interviewed people in San Antonio San Francisco and Augusta and people don't want the nation to be divided and they honestly they pin the blame on the media and politics but it it's just I I'm going to do whatever I can we want this to become a movement and it's headed in that direction and and I think America is ready for it Mm. It's powerful. What would you um movement? I I you know, I I love that word. Because uh, <laughs> I somebody once told me that committees are where good ideas go to die. Uh yes. but but <laughs> but movements actually get people excited and and uh and and get in and get involved. If if you can envision, you know, where where is this in in 2 years, Deke? Uh, and I'm obviously I made up the 2 years, but you know, yeah. where where is this? I I'm John honestly so in um in less than uh of a year with the social media presence we now have 750,000 connections on social media. Wow. It's and the videos that we did, the video the first one the debut one of starts with us on the street is now oh at 50,000 views on YouTube in less than a month. So I want this to become something I mean I want you know move this movement to create gathering spots in cities where people who feel like us and don't feel like they fit in with the extremes can find a place to come out and say okay we want to be with each other and we want to see change and we're willing to work for it and we're willing to commit to really thoughtfully treating our fellow citizens with compassion with curiosity and with courage and i you know I was talking to another founding board member that said looking towards next summer we need to do a series of concerts but I think visually and I want it to become too big that the media the mainstream media can't ignore it mm -hmm. and I think it has that potential but it's like I think about the million man march on Washington and just the powerful that visual image 
has been stuck in my head my entire life. And I'm like, you've got to give people something they can see, feel and touch and be a part of. And that that would be my goal for the next two years. Oh, man, that's awesome. Hey, uh, we, you uh, you told me about this. I wasn't aware, obviously, very aware of um, it starts with us, but I wasn't aware of this. Can you can you share with everybody? I just think it's powerful, man, um, that the poll that was conducted and not just the result of the poll, but to your point, doing something with that, the really cool follow up to the poll. But, you know, so what did the poll reveal and then what, what, what happened afterwards? Yeah. So so just recently um, we had, did a poll using YouGov that came out that showed 87 percent of Americans and Americans are sick of polarization. So what we did was, and God bless everybody that, I mean, there's such a talented staff that works with, starts with us and they're just amazing people. And you know what, John, they're all extremely nice. Imagine that. <laughs> but so, so they working together, they staged a protest at Times Square where they sent in 87 people dressed as Abraham Lincoln to protest polarization. You know, and one of the chants was, our politics divide us, our values unite us. Mm -hmm. But it just the energy watching those videos and people in Times Square got so into it. So, uh, you know, un unscripted, the naked cowboy, <laughs> you and I have discussed. My man. <laughs> became, became a part of it and was making up songs and marching with them. And so, so the CEO, Tom Fisher, was telling me, We've got to stay curious because I would have assumed if you walk around in your skivvies in Times Square, you know, regularly, you're probably pretty liberal. Said, uh-uh, the naked cowboy has very conservative politics, but he loved what we were doing. And so he just spent extra time hanging out with us. But yeah. just that that visual and I, for, you know, for your listeners, go to the Instagram page for at starts with us, go to the website starts with dot us so you can see i mean the the energy is just so cool and something it's so refreshing mm. deke uh is it it starts it starts with us or just no, starts with us starts with us okay okay cool starts with us all right um yeah you know you know what's interesting deke you know when you talk about sort of you know we all have these stereotypes running in our head and if we're willing to suspend that disbelief which is i i think a large part of what i'm hearing um and actually here's a crazy idea just talk to each other and we find out that guess what we all have a place that we, you know most of us some some are unfortunate most of us have a place to live most of us have a puppy uh, most of us have you know or did have a child in school and and you start realizing okay wait a minute here exactly why do we quote unquote hate each other i think it's just such the simplicity of it even though it's not easy to execute just really inspires me i i couldn't agree more and that's what i found and i don't Fortunately, I don't live in a bubble and I'm out there interacting with your average man or woman on the street because it's what I love to do, that grassroots engagement. But for the Starts With Us on the street video, I spent five hours interviewing people at the Saturday market here in Augusta. Mm. And it, it was amazing. And everybody, you know, from blue haired 20 something year old girls to older black gentlemen to, you know, uh, Latino immigrants, everybody their answers were the same we want to see more love less hate we mm. want to see more unity less division and so yeah you're exactly right but we have to 
be able to get out of our bubbles and have those conversations. And it's, it's just, it makes me feel so energized to see because people profit off of polarization. Let's just be real. You know, fear is a strong motivator. Politicians use it. The media uses it. But if you really look at the grassroots level, I don't think we're as divided as the mainstream media and politicians would have us believe. Mm. Yeah, and that's up. And I'll just tell everybody listening, you know, I, I, they, they all know I'm, you know, I have pretty strong opinions. Uh, and when you first said that, even though I respect the heck out of you, um, see, I've gotten better. I used to, I used to, I, 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 would, I would, I would dump some profanity there because at the end of the day, I'm a sailor. But now I say heck. Um, and I said, man, he's like one of the sharpest guys I know. But boy, is he out of touch, this whole thing that people are. But you're right. Now that I've opened, I've opened my eyes, I don't think I've ever you know, been opposed to talking to people with differing views. But I, I bought into it. And I'm a pretty open guy. Uh, and so if I bought it, then I'm saying I'm some poster child. So no, I think you're exactly right. I, I think, um, you know, to your point, there's not there's not good money in people getting along. Um, there's good there's good money in, in people not getting along. What what do you think people can do? You said something really important, but what can people do just in their neighborhood, in, in their apartment complex? Um, what can they do to really, you know, either meet the spirit or actually get involved in what in what you guys are doing? Go to the website, take the pledge, you okay. know, to treat everybody with curiosity, compassion, and courage. But then intentionally do it every day. Mm. I mean, that's that's the follow through is, you know, oh, I'm going to sign up for a pledge. But this needs to be intentional and thought out that, OK, I'm going to make it a point today to treat the people I come in contact with in that manner. Are we going to screw up? Yes, we all do. But if people can intentionally do that, that's where it starts. And I, I, I think change for the better in our nation or any nation has to start at the grassroots level and you start at the grassroots level to create a movement but i found so many people that are like i feel powerless i feel the same way i feel i want to do something you know to help turn the ship around i'm like well individually we can if we just commit to that to begin with and then i'll start working on those big you know concerts and everything where we can all come together and have a good time and maybe have a beer. Yeah, that's so that's so beautiful. And that fits with, again, people that are subscribers and followers that now they're probably sick of me saying it, but it, but everyone's a leader. I mean, you have yeah. to you have to choose to give your power away. And the, and the reality is, is over history, all the good stuff and frankly, some, some of the bad stuff, but all of the good stuff has happened, has started with grassroots, because at the end of the day, there's a heck of a lot more people quote unquote, not in positions of authority, right? It's about 5 million to one. So yeah. those 5 million people go, you know what? We can do better than this. Eventually the one has to pay attention to them. So I love that, that whole grassroots, you know, don't give your power away um, and your specific direction and what they can do. That's, that's well, really cool. You know, I'm a, I'm a, as I know you are, I'm, you know, Martin Luther King is one of my heroes. Yeah. And I'm sure that yeah, that was started, the civil rights movement was started at the grassroots level. And I'm sure there were people that told him, never going to happen. Nothing is ever going to change. Why are you wasting your time? But under the threat of life and limb, he was willing to forge on. And, and here again, it's about bringing people together and talking about the Million Man March. I looked at that and I'm like, 
The civil rights movement was not composed of all black people. It was black people, white people, Latino people. It was a diverse group, but that's what it took to affect that change. So, but it started small and look at what it became. Yeah, that's that's so cool. Um, before before I let you go, you got, I want to, and I know you, you hate doing this. You hate talking about yourself <laughs> and your achievements. So I kind of left this to the end because if we ran out of time, I never would have gotten to it. <laughs> but I do want to say a couple, just one one example of just how powerful Deke was. He'll never blow his own horn, but I'm going to make him. Um, but you know, Deke and Deb and I can be sitting at some cafe downtown, whatever you know, having having lunch or just sitting around. And, you know, we don't get together every day, but we get together fairly rare. And and inevitably, somebody's walking down the street. Sometimes these guys, you know, this is a a, a gentleman with with you know, obviously a very very nice suit. Other times, it's it's a it's a couple that are young, and but they all stop and they'll go, Hey, Deke, man, you gotta <laughs> run again, or you gotta just regular folk feel like a they can give you a shout out. And B, know that you're going to take the time to, you know, cut us off, rightfully so, and say, yeah, I'm doing well, man, how are you doing? I just love that fact that you can be an authority, but you can also be relatable. Can can you think of a, of a quick example of, um, of Augusta uh, uh, during your nine years where you were up against it? Might have been day one, I don't know. Uh, when you were really up against, oh my goodness, how am I going to get anything done? And what your strategy or, or your tactic was to work through that? Do you have like a specific example you could share? Yeah, uh, well, I was up against it from day one. Day <laughs> one. <laughs> I knew that. It was a set for the audience. <laughs> first commission meeting, I had to have a, we had to have a police escort of a commission member out of the office and I'm like, oh my gosh. But, but, it, it really, I always focused on the grassroots engagement. And, you know, we built lots of public buildings that were, became very controversial at times. But I figured if I always, even dealing with the most controversial issues, you know, building a new convention center, that if I kept my engagement at the grassroots level, I kept my finger on the pulse. Mm. And so, and and John, I will tell you this, I, I know that... Um, leading through fear is effective but i don't think it's sustainable and i led through love and eight years out of office you know to, to it is so heartwarming to have people still get, have that reaction i mean it almost brings a tear to my eye yeah. but that's what leading through love and patience and you know bringing people together on common ground it has long-term results leading through fear you know you can get immediate results you can impact the bottom line i understand that but if you lead through fear somebody's always going to be coming after you because you've created enemies if you you're probably going to create enemies leading through love as well but yeah. it just shows me that leading through love and loving the people you serve is the better way yeah yeah. And for all those folks out there going, yeah, man, Deke is very eloquent. And he is. He's a very gifted. If you have ever had a chance to um, obviously uh, listen to his podcast, read his book, definitely, um, or have the pleasure of listening to him speak. But here's the difference with what Deke's talking about and what this organization is talking about. If people see Deke, former mayor, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. If they see him as a celebrity, they wouldn't give them a shout out. They go, can I take a selfie with you? I've actually never seen that. I'm sure it's happened. What they're <laughs> doing is they're saying they don't see they don't see Deke and what he's doing and what he's modeling for other people as he's a celebrity. They say he's my neighbor with influence. 
and they treat you as such. It's a very different vibe than some other folks I've been around that are really cool, but it's much more of uh, you know, I want to post on Facebook that I took a picture with her or with him. And with you, it's much more like, they just want to have a shout out and a beer with you, which I, which I think yeah. is powerful. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, John, and you and I have had these discussions that I think good leadership is about not putting yourself above the people you serve and having a presence on the ground, whatever leadership position you're in, with the people you serve. And it's, you know, as I say, that's, I kept a presence at the grassroots level, but I always would tell people, I, you know, I went to the Y every morning when I was in office, I still do. But I'm like, if you're sitting in a steam room with a bunch of sweaty dudes, you're all on the same level yep. and politics inevitably comes up and people shoot you straight. I mean, because it's not you're setting yourself on a pedestal, you're not on the dais, and you're talking down to them, you're on equal footing. And that just, that's, that connection, you know, it is a powerful thing, and it should be honored and, you know, and, and respected. I, I respect it. I, I still, you know, the good Lord put something inside of me that I can't define or anything that, that connects me to people, and I'm very appreciative of it and it's what i love to do because i love people but i think that's once again love the people you serve whether you're a ceo whether you're you know a parent whether you're whoever you are whatever leadership role you're in love the people you serve yeah that's so cool when i think of curiosity compassion and courage i think of, as as you well know uh, you know our definition of inclusion is is interdependent collaboration yep and you can't have interdependence or collaboration if you don't have conversation and you don't have conversation if you come in with so many pre prejudgments uh that you never get there so i hey i just first of all i know how busy you are i really appreciate you carving time out uh to be with us uh and uh to spend some time with the audience who i know is going to benefit from your wisdom and also benefit with what you're doing which starts with us so hey man best whatever you want to do and wrap up man what do you want to what do you want to tell people what do you want to tell people to go to or plug or your book or i don't care what, what do you want to no. talk about here and wrap up <laughs> okay you can find me you know at the copenhagen on instagram you can find me at, just google the copenhagen and you can find me but i want to close out with saying Thank you for all that you and Deb do. You guys are doing it the right way. There's a reason why you're doing as well as you are because people are, you know, th they go to the right things if they're presented that alternative. And what you guys are doing with diversity, equity, and inclusion is just the right thing. And bless you for showing people that it's not just the right thing, it's the profitable thing to do. You can, you can do well by doing good at the same time. So I just... You guys are an inspiration to me, and I'm blessed to call you friends. Oh man, thanks, thanks so much, Deke. That, that's that's super gracious and means the world coming from you. So, again, Deke Copenhaver, you got to check out Start with Us. You can find out everything about Deke and everything about the organization. Again, he said it. Just Deke Copenhaver, he's all over every everywhere, um, and super cool guy doing super cool things. And thanks so much, Deke. This is Surfacing Inclusive Leadership. Deke, at the end, as you know, I usually scream, but my Yankees got eliminated in four straight. So I'm going to just be subdued and say thanks, Deke. And um, we are out. See, I got to be subdued.